In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom and Anthony today. Oh. Hallelujah, Jesus is risen from the dead. And he, he wants to touch you today because he loves you. He has plans for your life. I'm reading from the 20th chapter of St. John. Early on the first day of the week, that Sunday, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. The stone was removed not because Jesus was getting out, but to let the apostles and Mary in. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. He's been raised from the dead. She doesn't know that yet. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there, and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed, for as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. You see, the John waits for Peter to come, because he's the first of the apostles. John waits for Peter to come. They still don't understand. But you see what's going to happen is Jesus is going to be drawn in by love. It is love that sees Jesus first. It is love that anoints us to see Jesus first. It's all about love. If we can't love, we have nothing. Jesus, he comes and he fills us with his love, his joy, his peace. We know heaven is real because of the love of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, he he is a person. And he's just the love incarnate of Jesus Christ in us. In the scriptures, it says, only the perfect love of God sets us free from fear. The love of God in our life, it, it shows us truth but it melts away everything, everything from our past, every anxiety, every fear, everything of this world. And through love, we get to partake in the divine nature. Through the love of Jesus Christ, we get to walk in the inheritance of God that he has for us. Through love of Jesus, miracles and everything becomes possible. Because as we love Jesus, we love our neighbors. And when we love our neighbors and see Jesus within them, then we can release what Jesus did, that he not only died on the cross for you, but as we see, he has risen and he is still alive today. 
using people to continue his ministry and do mighty, mighty works of the Holy Spirit. Today, just like every day, as we open ourselves up for the love of Jesus, he comes into our heart and gives us more and more freedom, more and more of his miracle power, and takes us from greater glory to greater glory with him. 20 John chapter 20, 11 verse. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept and bent over to look into the tomb, she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head, the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord. I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. She doesn't recognize it's Jesus, but Jesus shows himself to Mary Magdalene first as the apostle to the apostles. Mary Magdalene's love drew Jesus to her that day, that day of the resurrection. It's all about love. The more we love, the more Jesus is drawn to us. When she said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. The only thing Jesus had to say to Mary was her name. My sheep are called by name. She knew the voice of the shepherd. She knew it was Jesus. Her love drew Jesus to her at the tomb. And now she knows it's Jesus. And you know what she's going to do? She's going to witness to the apostles. She's going to be an apostle to the apostles, but they don't believe her. They're not going to believe her. Why? Because women were, were not individuals. They were part of creation. Women could not witness in the courts. They couldn't witness in the courts. They were only people that belonged to their husbands. They didn't have any worth. But Jesus gives worth. He sends Mary Magdalene out to tell the apostles that he has been raised from the dead. This is wonderful. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to my Father. This is a little ascension. Don't hold on to me. I haven't gone to my Father. Now we're going to hear Jesus touching Thomas saying, touch me, touch my hands and my feet, touch my side, and know that it is I. That means Jesus went back to the Father and came back again. Jesus said to her, do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said all these things to her. They didn't believe her. 
They thought it was a wild tale unless they saw for themselves. And you know what? Jesus appeared to Simon Peter. Yes, Jesus is risen, and he has appeared to Simon Peter, the first of the apostles. This is so interesting and so loving. Mary's love drew Jesus to herself. Your love draws Jesus to you. The love that you have for Jesus draws Jesus to you. It's all about love. It's not about knowledge. It's about love. Oh, knowledge is good, but love is much better. The love of God which surpasses all knowledge. Mary was in the tomb and she was desperate, looking for Jesus. Do we have that gift of desperation in our heart? that every second of the day we're looking for Jesus in other people, in the world, in the spirit, that we, that we understand that we can do nothing without Jesus, that we need him, that we desire him, that we search for nothing else but him, because only Jesus can fill our heart, only Jesus can make our life complete, only Jesus can heal us and cure us and bring us into this ascended life that he has for you. You know, like Jesus, women had no value in that day. The people who have the least value in the world have the most value in the eyes of Jesus. And that's who he goes for. And it's the same today. Can we see Jesus on the people on the streets and the people everyone else ignores? Those are the people who touch Jesus' hearts the most, who Jesus wants us to go for, because it's Jesus through us. His ministry continues. The people on Methadone Mile, the people who have nothing, because those people, a lot of the time, their heart is ready. They're in a place of humility. They know on their own they can't do it, and they're ready to receive Jesus. Are we ready to receive Jesus? Jesus, he doesn't see as humans see. He sees the heart. And all we need to do is have a heart posture of desperation, as Mary Magdalene did at the tomb, where we are desperate for Jesus. We understand and we love him with all our heart. That Mary Magdalene, you could have offered her all the money in the world, a, a new house, uh, whatever, a great meal. She would have, none of it would have meant anything to her because she was only looking for her Savior. You know, to be saved, we need to know we need a Savior. To be healed, we need to know there is a healer, and we need a healer. And that is Jesus. And he wants to come to you through the power of the Holy Spirit, even right now. And it's just as our heart wide open, are we desperately searching and seeking for the King of glory? Do we not only make Jesus our Lord and Savior, but our King, and enthrone Him on the heart that we surrendered every part of our life, that He has possession of every part of our life, that we have given over everything we have in our mind, our body, our soul to Jesus Christ so that He can be glorified through us. That is no longer I who live, but Christ Jesus who lives His life through me because Jesus wants your life to be glorified through him. So, Father, in Jesus' name, I speak freedom over everyone listening today. 
We, I release the anointing in Jesus' name to even go through the airwaves for new realms of glory. The Lord is saying today, my child, I want to take you into new realms of my glory, new realms of my freedom, new realms of hunger. It's a spiritual principle that God feeds those who are hungry. And one of the greatest gifts that we can have is a hunger for the Lord Jesus Christ. Because as he sees that hunger, he fills us with his love. Blessed are those who hunger, they shall be satisfied. How we need to hunger for Jesus. How we need to thirst for Jesus. My Aunt May, when she was living, used to say, I, I thirst for the Lord. I'm hungry for him. I'm hungry for more of him. She was filled with God. And she knew it. She went about praying for people. Everybody asked, May, would you pray for my family? She was a prayer warrior, but she didn't start off that way. She started off as a very depressed woman until she invited Jesus into her heart and went to a prayer meeting and was completely changed. Oh, yes, Aunt May said, I hunger for the Lord. I thirst for the Lord. I want more hunger. I want more thirst. He fills those who hunger and thirst. You say, I hunger for a new automobile. Nah, don't bother. Because the new automobile is going to get old. Jesus never gets old. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And you know, we don't really believe that. Because if we believed that, we would see miracles every day. If we believe that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, we would see miracles every day. This is God's reality. He wants to do a miracle in your life because he loves you. He wants you to know how much he loves you. He wants to give you what you've been asking for, but you've got to open your heart in the name of Jesus to the Holy Spirit. And as you open your heart, things begin to happen. As you open your heart, God begins to come and do the things that he promised that he would do. Open your heart to Jesus today. I love you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. Open your heart to Jesus today. Tell him, I give you my heart. I surrender. I give you my soul. I surrender. Tell him, Lord. Tell Lord this. He needs to hear it from you. One person said, I find it difficult to surrender. I said, look in the computer for the Surrender Novena. That will help you. There was one man last night at the prayer group that just in the praise and worship, the Lord drew me to him, and I saw that he was being healed, mind and body. So we, I just prayed for him and released healing into him in the middle of worship in Jesus' name. Later when he came up, he, he said he had stage four cancer and they were running out of medicine. But what he said is, you need Dr. Jesus. When the doctors in the physical have no more answers, Dr. Jesus has an answer for you. When the doctors in the physical don't have an answer for anxiety or trauma or depression, Dr. Jesus comes and he heals you. So I just, we all pray for this man. I We release the anointing into him. We cast the spirit of cancer out of him. 
And I believe fully that Jesus Christ is going to heal him. I believe fully that whatever you're going through in your life today, the anointing is going through the airwaves. And if you just catch it right now and you receive it in the spiritual realm, Jesus Christ will detach you from whatever issues going on. He'll give you freedom. He'll give you abundant life. He'll give you your inheritance. But we need to let go of the past. There's someone listening that you need to be able to feel, not be afraid to feel that because of trauma that happened a long time ago, that you've just, you've shut down your emotions. And sometimes we can only move as far as we can feel. We can move only move along as far as we can feel. A lot of times dis-ease, disease is a dis-ease in the spiritual realm. But Jesus comes and the Holy Spirit comes and we might not feel it, but in the spiritual realm, he comes and he opens doors of dis-ease and trauma and he just frees us from this. He frees us from this. So there's just ease in the spirit. Jesus wants it to be an ease of life in your life. Jesus wants things to be easy. He wants the river of God to flow into your life. He wants to move you from glory to glory. For I know the plans I have for you. Plans to give you a future and a hope. Right now, it is just as easy for the Lord to heal your past as it is for him to align your future. Jesus Christ, he resides in eternity. He sees it all at once. He already knows the solution before you ever had a problem. He already knows what he has a plan, a perfect plan for your future and his will. And it just takes your surrender right now. It takes your heart posture of saying, I need to, I need a savior. I need to be saved. I need every area of my life, Jesus, for you to come and take it, and I release it to you. Because as you surrender each and everything to Jesus, he takes that area of your life and he glorifies it. My One of my favorite Bible lines is, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be provided unto you. So it doesn't say try to solve your <clears throat> problems. Your <clears throat> try to solve your problems yourself. Try to fix them. All you have to do is seek seek after Jesus. Just chase after Him today. Pray. Seek after Jesus. Do not worry about what's going on in your life in the world. Just get close to the Lord. Beg that you have an intimacy with Him. The first ministry of any believer with Jesus is intimacy with Jesus. And as we get close to Jesus, as we get close to his anointing, as we get filled with his love, that's all you need to worry about today. And as we're in the love of God and the glory of God, he starts supernaturally in the spiritual realm, healing you, freeing you, open up doors, providing provision for you, just aligning your life. It's so simple. That's why Jesus says, unless you're like a child, you cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Just look only at Jesus. Seek only after Jesus and his love. Father, pour out the love of God over this broadcast. I command every blocking, hindering spirit now. I take authority over it, and I command it to leave you now in Jesus' name. 
every spirit of the enemy, every demonic stronghold. I bind your power in Jesus' name, and I command you out of my brother, out of my sister, in Jesus' name. He has given you authority today. He has given you an inheritance of goodness, of grace, of power. Jesus did not die for a powerless gospel. It says, speak to the mountain in your life. And if you do not doubt in your heart, this mountain will be removed. So whatever mountain it is in your life today that you need, that needs to be moved, whether it's poverty, depression, anxiety, I speak freedom and deliverance to that. And I speak that you'll come to know your authority in Jesus Christ, that you can speak into your issues and in Jesus name you command them to leave you command freedom over your life and as we believe we achieve as you believe in in Jesus Christ and you carry out what he says in his word watch what happens for your life but it takes you doing it takes you doing God is simple he's not complicated he says come to me all of you who are hungry and thirsty, and I will fill you. He says, unless you become like a little child, you shall not enter the kingdom of heaven. God is simple. He's not into, well, if I do this and I do that and I do the other thing, then he'll become. Oh, no. It's a gift, the gift of grace, the gift of Jesus. If I do this or do that, it makes no difference what you do. God doesn't love you for what you're doing. God loves you for who you are. Who you are, that's who he loves. And he loves not only the best who you are, but the worst who you are. He loves that person. You might say, I've been really bad. He wants to love you so much that it changes you, that you won't be the worst anymore. This is real. We're talking real. We're talking real. And we're talking simple. We're not talking above your head. People say, Father Tom, you've been on the radio 39 years. What do you have to say? I keep on saying the same thing. In Jesus' name, be healed. In Jesus' name, be filled. In Jesus' name, be my Lord. In Jesus' name, be my Savior. In Jesus' name, I keep on preaching the same thing over and over again with different stories. Oh, yes. Last night, someone was healed of their hip. I know that to be true. Someone was healed of their hip because God loved them. One person was trying it out. She wasn't the one. But you see, if we're open to God, or open to Jesus, things begin to happen. You, you, you have new testimony every day. I'm not going to tell you my testimony that happened in 1968. I have a new one every day that God touches me to touch people. Yes, he touches me to touch people. Sometimes it's just by saying a, a simple word to them. Like I said to someone today, you're the greatest. And she said, well, thank you very much. That makes me feel good. But she is the greatest. You want to know why? Because she loves Jesus. She loves Jesus. It's all about Jesus, my friends. It's all about the Lord. It's all about Him. It's not about us. It's not about your problems. But speak to your problems like to a mountain. 
go in Jesus' name. Go by the power of the blood. Go by the power of the resurrection. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail, Hail Mary, full, full of grace, grace the, the Lord, Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Regina Celi, Regina Celi, Letare, Letare, Alleluia. Regina Celi, Regina Celi, Letare, Letare, Alleluia. Quia quem meruisti, meruisti portare, Alleluia, Alleluia. Resurrexit, sit condixit, resurrexit, sit condixit, resurrexit, Regina Celi, Letare, Amen, Alleluia. May God bless you today and fill you with himself in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo. P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.